Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 7 o'clock hour. Welcome back in, everybody. Rob Ellis Show on this Saturday evening. I thought, you know what? Who better to talk to about everything in Philadelphia sports? But also, you know, we're all going through this sort of withdrawal. We're all going through, you know, some changes in, in lifestyles, if you will, abiding by the uh, the shutdowns and the quarantines and all that, and a lot of people trying to work from home. And do varying different things. I thought, you know what? Great person to talk to tonight to get us through this thing. To carry us as a nation, as the Delaware Valley. The one and only John Clark from NBC Sports Philadelphia. John, what's going on, man? Rob, it's good to talk to you again, man. we got a little uh, Delco thing going on here tonight, huh? As hey, We'll get through it together, John. That's how I view this thing. You know what That's I mean? That's right. Delco survived. That's right. It takes a village. But So, you're correct me if I'm wrong, John. You've been you know, doing your thing from, from home, correct? Yeah, uh, our, our weather people and our sports people and some other people from NBC10 as well as NBC Sports Philadelphia, we're all basically stay at home and mm-hmm. we're uh, kind of building our own little studios down in our basements. And uh, so it's a lot to get used to, but, you know, they're trying to keep the number of people in the NBC10 building to a minimum, um, you know, to try to, to try to keep everybody safe. So let me ask you, John. So what goes into the spot that you pick? What you, I am assuming by what you just said, you went basement. But I know, I know some people do the living room thing with the bookshelf and all the books in front of it and all the little awards and all that. What went into the spot that you picked out for your live shots? Well, I don't have any books and I don't have any awards. So, <laughs> um, so, so I basically said, okay, uh, what is it that I have that would kind of represent a feeling of uh, sports and Philly. And uh, so I have a big uh, photo of the last game at the vet and the first game at Citizens Bank Park. They're nicely framed. And then next to that, the Philadelphia skyline. So I think it's kind of a good mixture of Philly and sports. But uh, it's pretty tough trying to, you know, figure out how to go live on the news from your home. It's certainly an adjustment. And uh, I'm probably not the best person to work from home. Yeah, I'm with you. You need a certain discipline to be able to pull that off for sure. I mean, there's no yeah. doubt. Yeah, and, and the funny thing about working from home is 
I think companies say, hey, uh, they're working from home, so they're there all the time. So anything we need, all hours of the day and night, uh. hey, they're at home. So, you know, they're good to go. So it's a lot more work, actually. That's a good point. That is a very good point. All right, so let me ask you, what have you been watching? Like, I watched, I was on the Tiger King early, okay? And I, I would recommend anybody watch it. It's the most compelling train wreck I've ever seen in my life. But what you've been watching anything in lieu of not having, you know, real sports, live sports, anything different? Well, I'm trying to watch things that make me feel good, like uh, comedy shows and Netflix stand-up specials. Uh, I've been going back and watching all of the old Curb Your Enthusiasms from the beginning. Good choice. And I love the show. This may make me sound silly and immature, but I love the show Impractical Jokers. And it's just good, stupid, funny, silly humor. Yeah. Uh, so I love that. Um, but listening to a lot of music, uh, I, I feel like music kind of brings you to a good time in your life, and it makes you think of good memories. And so uh, music and comedy kind of keep me uh, sane here. Good point. I'm with you. And if you haven't watched yet in terms of stand-up comedy, Jim Gaffigan's uh, latest on Netflix is pretty good, if you haven't checked that one out yet, John. All right. I'm watching that next. Thanks I got for the you. Uh, recommendation. I got you, brother. You know that. All right. I did. I need I need to sneak some sports in you know, with you, too. Right, let me, by, by the way, last thing. You going through, like, airport withdrawal? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, you uh, nobody owns an airport like John Clark. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, you know, all travel has been shut down in sports. So usually, when Eagles sign some free agents, they all got to fly into Philadelphia. And always look forward to asking them, "Hey, why'd you choose the Eagles?" And try to get to the bottom of things. But uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of changed up the game. So you you got to try to reach them on your iPhone. Are you doing the Zoom do thing too? The phone. Are you doing the Zoom, Zoom thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to invest. I'm going to invest in that company because uh, yeah, apparently everybody is using it now. So time to get in on that. No question. I will. Speaking of the Eagles, so let, let's talk about it. I mean, it's it's the one thing we sort of have at least right now with the NFL offseason. That's there's the some sense of normalcy at least that it's still happening. You know, whether it was free agency or we have the draft coming up in April 23rd, which is going to stay on time. So you look at what they've done so far, John. They make the the, the Hargrave move on the defensive line. Of course, they get Slay, who I think is a top three corner in the NFL. They upgrade the defense in a big way. Let, let's start on that side of the ball. What do you think about what they did over there? Well, you know with Jim Schwartz, it all starts with the defensive line. And you've, you've seen in the playoffs the last couple of years in the Super Bowls, games are won on the defensive front. And when you look at what the Eagles are able to do, getting a guy like Javon Hargrave to play alongside Fletcher Cox, I really think – that they have one of the best pairs of, of, of defensive tackles in the NFL. And you talk to quarterbacks, they always say the pressure that they hate the most is the pressure that comes up the middle. And it gets them off their spot. And it totally changes the, the, the routes and the play calling. Uh, if you get that rush up the middle, you can really affect the quarterback. I mean, that's how the Giants beat Tom Brady. So – I think this is huge for the Eagles to get two guys who can also stop the run, by the way, but really pressure the quarterback from the middle. And I think especially because you've got Malik Jackson now who can kind of be rotated mm -hmm. in and also come from, from the end, uh, I, I think the defensive line is looking really good. And that's how Jim Schwartz designs the defense. Then you look at the secondary, and I agree with you. I think Darius Slay is one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL and I really think he's the best playmaking corner they've had since Asante Samuel, a guy who is going to get turnovers, he's going to get interceptions, and 
you can count on him every game. Hopefully Jim Schwartz does this to follow the other team's best receiver. And that really helps out the other corner, whether it's Avante Maddox or Sidney Jones. You've seen a lot of games over the last year or two, and usually they're going against the other team's best receiver sometimes, um, if not Jalen Mills. So I think this Darius Slay trade really helps the team overall, the secondary especially. And I think there are question marks, of course, can Jalen Mills take over the role that Malcolm Jenkins had. But the one thing I know about Jalen, he's a tough player, mm-hmm. and he, he can tackle. And I think that if he's a box safety and then has to play nickel corner or cover a tight end or whatever he's got to do, uh, he's got experience with that in college. Uh, and I think even though we don't know the way it's going to play out, and you can't replace Malcolm Jenkins and what he did, I think Jalen can give it a good shot. Yeah, John, I'm with you. I think they upgraded themselves in a huge way on the defensive side. And I, I agree with you 100%. The pass rush up the middle, any quarterback will tell you that they don't want it in their face. They, you know, they, they can deal with something coming from the outside because they can climb the pocket, but in your face is where trouble begins. And, yeah, linebacker looks a little thin right now, but it's not a big point of emphasis in Jim Schwartz's defense. You're going to play Mills in the box a lot. You get Slay, who is the shutdown guy. He can either follow the best guy around or you know whatever side he's going to be on you're in good shape, and he's a guy who's going to create turnovers, and that's been one of the biggest problems with that side of the ball the last couple of years. They just don't have guys who create those turnovers. Yeah, and about linebacker, I mean, linebacker in the NFL, I mean, how many plays out of a game do you have three linebackers on the field? Not many. And then, okay, two linebackers, and then you've got – you're going to have a nickel cornerback, um, you know, the player that they just got, Roby Coleman from the Rams. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the third safety in Will Parks, who I like. Um, so you're going to see different combinations and one or two linebackers on the field, not three linebackers. So um, they've got versatility in that secondary as well. Guys at safety who can kind of play both positions as well. All right, so offensively, and we're speaking with John Clark from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Offensively, John, you know, you, you, what you know going into the season is you have a guy in Miles Sanders who established himself as an absolute, you know, one in this league. You have the two killer tight ends. The offensive line, we're not quite sure what left tackle is going to look like as of yet. But Carson Wentz showed you last year that even with maybe lesser talent at the receiver spot, he could still deliver. But they do need a receiver, and they didn't go that route via free agency, at least as of right now. There's still going to be a trade coming down the line but it looks like they're going to depend on what they draft here. What's your sense on what's been kind of a quiet offseason so far on that side of the ball? Yeah, look, uh, we all know this draft is one of the best in a long time for receivers. And you can even get really, really good receivers in the second round that other years might be first-round picks. So I think that's the way to go here. I really do because – if you look at how most Super Bowl teams and most successful teams over, you know, three, four, five-year stretch, a window, it's, the teams are built by the draft. And you're, you're going to hit on some good free agents, and then there's going to be free agents that don't work out well. They really hit on Malcolm Jenkins and Brandon Brooks. Mm. Okay, so you can't count on that. So my opinion is you've got a good young quarterback like Carson Wentz. He's hopefully going to be the Eagles quarterback for the next eight, nine years, ten years, whatever. And you want to build young guys around him who are going to look to him as the leader. Carson can be a relaxed and comfortable leader with younger players around him, and they can grow together. Uh, so I think 
I think they will absolutely get one or two receivers in the first, second, or third round. So uh, I, I think that's the right way to go. You're stacked at tight end. Miles Sanders, you got to get a complimentary running back with him. But, you know, Boston Scott showed you something as well. The O-line, you're going to have a little bit of a, a change with Andre Dillard coming in to play left tackle, but they believe he's ready. It was, it was not a good thing for him to play right tackle because of how difficult it was it was for him to describe how he switched it up. But um, I think the offense is going to need to grow a little bit because you're going to be bringing another young receiver in here, hopefully a stud. Maybe they could trade up and get one of the really good ones, but you're going to get good value in the first and second round. So, um, you know, Hey, I think, I think the, uh, I think the offense is going to grow with Carson Wentz. So last one for you on the Eagles. And I want to just kind of rapid fire the other, the other sports here, John, do you think Alshon Jeffrey will be an Eagle once the regular season starts? Well, like Howie Roseman said, that's the elephant in the room. And I, I think, I think if Alshon Jeffrey was healthy, maybe they could have traded him for like a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick or something like that. Cause there's a team, you know, that, that says, okay, We've got a veteran quarterback, and we want to we want to go for it. But the big problem is he's not healthy. So who's going to trade for him when he may not be ready for the first month of the season? So I think he's going to be on this roster just because if you do cut him, you've got a lot of dead money. Now, I know they can spread that over two years, but it's still a total of $26 million spread over two years. Um, now, the, the, the big problem is he's not healthy. And, and so – Look, it can go both ways here. I could see them uh, cutting him. Uh, you're not going to be able to trade him, in my opinion, because he's not healthy. Um, but I, I think they would be better off moving on and, and just letting Carson Wentz. You saw at the end of the year how Carson, he was so much more relaxed and comfortable running the offense because he wasn't trying to force the ball to Alshon Jeffrey or knowing he had to get it to him. Uh, the young guys – they're wide-eyed and will do anything. And so Carson was able to lead them, and I think it made him a lot more comfortable. So I think they're better off moving on with, from Alshon Jeff. Yeah, I concur. I, I would move on even though it's a massive cap hit. I would still move on. John, so let's move on now to, to a couple other sports. One, let me just ask you, basketball and hockey, what's your gut telling you? I, I, I don't want to feel this way, but I'm feeling pessimistic they're going to have a season. What's your sense? Yeah, I got to be honest, Rob. I'm feeling the same way, and, and and I've been talking to some executives with different teams, and they say, "Look, we know if we do come back and play, we're going to have to do it in front of no fans." Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, if there is not a vaccine ready for the coronavirus, you can't have twenty thousand people coming into a building. You just can't, and. People say, well, okay, you can, you can have the NBA players go out on the floor and they could be tested and check their temperatures and, and, and they could go out and play and they'll be safe even with no fans. But, but what about uh, some of the coaches who are 60, 70, whatever, uh, who might have a little bit of a health issue? And then think about the players, the coaches' family, and the production team that would be putting these games on TV. They've got family members who also could be affected. So what are you going to do? Are you going to quarantine all the players and the coaches while they get back to playing? Because if they were to get the coronavirus and be asymptomatic and not show anything, and then they come home and it's given to a family member, I mean, think about the ramifications of that. So I am pessimistic as well. I think it's going to be very difficult unless they come up with some 
wild plan about having the games in the little areas that are not really affected and having these guys quarantined while they're playing. That's wild. It's it's about everybody else as well. But, I mean, there's no way you can put 20,000 fans in an arena and and trust that each and every one of those fans in the arena doesn't have the virus. That's a scary thing. You don't know who has it. Yeah, that's the problem. You're right. That's exactly – and look, would I – in, in a heartbeat, I'll take games played in front of no fans over nothing. And, and, and don't get me wrong, in a heartbeat, but it, it would be weird to see them playing in like Jamaica or something. You know what I mean? That would be a yeah. very strange situation for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, we're a couple months behind yeah. some of these other places. And, and China is trying to get their, their basketball league going again, but they're not able to right now. So no. I think it's going to be very challenging, Rob. And I, and I hate to say that. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm missing sports so much. I got to be honest with you. I have relatives, I have some friends who don't follow sports at all, and I don't know how they live I don't either. It. Yeah, and John, I, you're right. Like, part of me feels like uh, somewhat guilty or like I should have developed, uh, you know, more. Uh, but, like, you, we do it for a living, and, and I know you, and I know how much you love it, too. Like, I love it. It's, a, it's not just a living for me. It's a passion. And to have it completely cold turkey just yanked from you, like, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm lost. It's, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I've always equated it to it's 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 the male soap opera or the male reality show. Like, it's The Bachelor for men. Like, you you, you have the suspense. You don't know what's going to happen, and and you're analyzing things, and you're thinking, okay, this team's going to win. Okay, but they're playing this team, so maybe that team will win. And and then it's also, it, it, it's it's such a it's such a thing. It brings you joy, mm-hmm. um, and and it brings pride to your city. And it brings it brings people together. I mean, you know, when the teams are doing well, everybody in Wawa is talking about the game the night before, and it brings different people together that maybe wouldn't talk to each other. So I just think we're missing that big part of it. And it's a fabric of Philadelphia, man. It's like church in Philadelphia. So, so no, I, I, I miss it tremendously. Let me ask you, we're with John Clark. John, just an aside, I threw this out there a little bit earlier to some folks. If the Sixers don't come back and play, do you think that saves Brett Brown's job? It really, or had no effect. He would have been back no matter what, or or he would be gone anyway. Like, what, what's your sense? Because it was as much as it was an unbelievable sort of surprise, great season for the Flyers. And again, I hope they get to finish it off. It's been, let's face it, a very trying, up and down, tiring season for the Sixers. What do you think happens with Brett? That's that's a great question, and I have thought about that. Would it be fair to him? At this point, if you didn't complete the season and it's over, is it fair to him that he didn't get the chance at the end to have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and everybody ready to go for the playoffs? Is that fair? Probably not at this point. Um, You've had so many moving parts, and and you can question the Al Horford signing. Uh, Is it going to work out? We don't know. And there's been some problems with matching Al Horford with Joel and the guys. So is it fair? No, but that doesn't mean something wouldn't happen. So, I mean, that is that is a great question, and we don't know that. Um, and, you know, I mean, if they do get back to playing, I guess Ben Simmons could possibly be ready by then to play. So, so then you would, you would see this team fully together and, and the lineup with Al Horford coming off the bench, which I think was the right move. So, yeah, there's so many unanswered questions. And I was thinking about it the other day, Rob. I mean, you know, Flyers fans were so excited about mm. this team being one of the favorites that could possibly win the first Stanley Cup here in 45 years. Think about Kansas City 
and, and their fan base and Andy Reid if this virus had affected our country during, let's say, the end of the NFL season. Oh, wow. yeah. Is there a chance Andy never wins the Super Bowl if they, if they weren't able to complete this season? You know, there's so many things and so many opportunities that could be missed out on. We have to do what we're doing, believe me, but you think of those things because a lot of times – you have good situations, and, and you can't repeat that situation. Some seasons are so special, you can't repeat that again. That's a great point. Like some, t- And I'm not saying the, what the Flyers did this season was luck. It certainly wasn't. They showed you that they're, they're a legitimately good team. They have the, the young goalie and all that. But some teams have that sort of pixie dust, whatever it is, whatever that it factor is, and you just can never recapture that magic. Now, they're young enough that I think they're going to be fine, but you're right. There was something about this team. I mean, they had beaten the best teams in, in the East, the best teams in the Metro. Like, it wasn't like they were just beating up on Patsies here. They they were, you know, taking on the big boys and having a lot of success. Yeah, and Rob, I got to tell you, I mean, the Sixers and Flyers are very similar in that way that the Sixers, they've beaten all of the good teams in the NBA. All of them. Yeah. The top eight or nine teams, they've all, they've beaten them, and some of them handily. Look at how they did against the Lakers. So, you know, you see the potential of both these teams, and it'd be very disappointing if uh, if these seasons don't continue. And and you never know, like you said, you never know when you have that lightning in a bottle or that special season. Um, if, if it's if it's derailed, you may never get that exact opportunity again. John, always fun catching up, man. Uh, to me, it's the it's the hard work, it's the hustle, it's the passion that you have. All those things make you great at what you do, and we appreciate you coming on for a couple of minutes, John. Thanks, man. Well, well I appreciate it, man. And, and you and I, we are blessed to uh, cover sports, talk about sports, and share that with the public because uh, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be calling in to you and talking to you. So <laughs> You're right. So, so yep. we're, we're blessed, and, and, I, and I hope at some point we can all be safe and, and get Philly back at sports because uh it, it, it's it just brings people together and it makes people um it, it it uplifts the city really no doubt no doubt john good health man be safe we'll talk to you soon brother thank you you too always a good listen man All keep right. up the good work Rob. thanks man john clark nbc sports philadelphia great guy right there and uh and, and fun guy to talk sports with that's for sure and hopefully we'll all be back to doing this Talking about actual games very soon. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.